It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is November 22nd, 2017. My name is Phil Brosnerich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com coming to you today on the day before Thanksgiving here for a preview of Orlando's game against the Minnesota Timberwolves as they start another four-game road trip, another big one as the Magic are trying to get out of this little rut. I'll talk a little bit about the matchup coming up with the Timberwolves as well as take a look at uh, at the, where the Magic are putting their focus uh, heading into this road trip. It's the defense. We're going to talk a little bit about the Magic's defense and where they can get better. And then I'll close the show today uh, kind of talking about uh, how we can, how we should maybe recalibrate our expectations, or, or how we should view this team. Because uh, there's definitely, uh, I have a few thoughts on the matter that that I want to share uh, and get out there. But before we do that, I do. I hope everyone enjoyed yesterday's episode. Great to have Ricky Skrika of Orlando Magic Daily on the podcast. Broke down Monday's loss to the Indiana Pacers in some depth and a lot more depth than we probably should have. For as I titled it, a, a a normal loss at an abnormal time. So definitely go back and take a listen to that yesterday on yesterday's podcast to hear a little bit more about our th- about my thoughts and about Ricky's thoughts on the Orlando Magic. And of course, you can check that out on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast enabled listening device. Let's dive right into things. Talking about the Minnesota Timberwolves, this is a team that has a lot of expectations. They are 10-8. and They are playing okay, but not great. Like the Orlando Magic, they are struggling a little bit in some areas that, that they weren't expected to struggle in. This is a really talented team. Let's get that out of the way first. Jeff Teague, Jimmy Butler were great new additions for the squad. Carl Anthony Towns, Andrew Wiggins, great young players. This is a team that like the Orlando Magic is learning how to win. Now, I, I don't think anyone in anyone in their right mind would would say that the Magic and the Timberwolves have the same kind of talent level. Obviously, Carl Anthony Towns, Jimmy Butler, Andrew Wiggins gives Minnesota much higher expectations and a much higher ceiling, which is why at ten and eight, everyone that that I've read and every and I haven't watched Minnesota play as much as I would like. That everything that I've read is there is a little bit of uneasiness about the Timberwolves. No one's very satisfied with how they played. And, you know, the Magic are somewhat in the same boat, especially with how quickly the Magic got off uh, as a start. But Minnesota's offense has hummed along pretty well, 106 offensive rating. But surprisingly for a Tom Thibodeau team, their defense has really struggled. 
they they are one of the worst teams in transition to uh, defensively. Their their defensive rating is hovering at around 106.8, I believe is what I saw. They've got a, a, a slightly positive net rating. The Magic are actually slightly negative. Uh, and so this is a Minnesota team that is racked with inconsistency at the moment. They've lost two straight games it's in disappointing fashion, losing to Detroit uh, earlier in the week as well as Charlotte earlier in the week. Uh, and, and, and so... Right now, Minnesota feels like they are a team that is kind of punching below their weight class, let's say. Let's 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 use that analogy for now. Undoubtedly, a lot of people want to see more from this Timberwolves squad. They believe that the Timberwolves are a lot better than what they have shown so far, and certainly their talent level would suggest that as well. This is a team that can score a lot of points in a hurry. They got a lot of weapons you got to worry about on the defensive end, which is why we're going to talk about the defense for the Magic later on today. But at the same time, this is a team that, like Orlando, has not experienced a lot of success. Yes, Jimmy Butler has experienced success. Yes, Jeff Teague has. Yes, Taj Gibson has. But there's a little bit of growing pains going on with this group. And at the end of the day, they need Carl Anthony Towns and they need Andrew Wiggins to improve on the defensive end specifically. That's not something that either player is particularly known for. And Minnesota, probably not the deepest team in the league either. They're, they're, they're struggling in fourth quarters, especially it seems they, they wear out. They're not quite on the same page yet. And so if there's a time to, to score a little bit of an upset, this might be the time. It's obviously a big task for the Magic. They're not playing great basketball right now. They've got some things they got to figure out. They, they hope they figured out some things, uh, even in the loss to the Indiana Pacers on Monday. But Orlando still has to have its work, will have its work cut out for it. They've got to play a consistent, strong game. They got to be focused. They got to bring energy, and they got to crack a defense that can play very, very well, but is struggling a lot right now. And that's that's something that the Magic have not always done. I mean, Indiana was not a good defense, and Orlando really struggled on the offensive end against them. Again, turnovers a big, big part of that. So if Orlando can kind of gather themselves together, because I, I mean, honestly, like I said in yesterday yesterday's podcast, there were some good things that the Magic did. Uh, against Indiana, uh, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment, I guess. But uh, it, it was a, if you're looking for a moral victory, there were moral victories to be had against the Pacers. But ultimately, the Magic need to get score some wins, and this will not be an easy place to start. Obviously, Minnesota is is playing well and a good team, but definitely a team that can be had. They're they're a team that's kind of searching for things right now. Uh, and they'll be determined to get a win just as much as Orlando will be. Both teams trying to break a losing streak. The Magic, a five-game losing streak. And the Timberwolves, a two-game losing streak. But Minnesota's feeling a lot of the pressure, feeling a lot of the weight of expectation. Uh, and and they are struggling a little bit as they try to figure themselves out early on this season. Tip-off is at the Target Center at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. You can catch that game on Fox Sports Florida or NBA League Pass if you're outside of the Orlando area. Be sure to check it out. Should be a fun one. As Minnesota's a fun team to watch. They, they they do get up and down. The Magic will have their work cut out for them defensively too. But should be a good one, good one and a good way to start the road trip as we enter Thanksgiving. And uh, as I'm sure you all know, Wednesday is indeed a very busy day in the NBA. I mean, I think every team in the league but two are playing on a Wednesday night. How many games are there Wednesday? There are a lot of games Wednesday night uh, in the NBA. It is it is, it is is a packed full schedule. There's no Thanksgiving games this year. So everyone's getting their work in 
on Wednesday night. And that means it is the perfect time to sign up and play some daily fantasy basketball. And I've got just a site for you, fantasy basketball fans, because you've got to try my new favorite app, Draft. That's that's what it's called. It's daily fantasy, but not like the other guys. On Draft, you play real live snake drafts with other people, just like in your season-long leagues. Here's how it works. It's a draft that lasts for just one night, and there's no management. You just set your lineup and forget it. You draft two guards, two forwards, a center, whatever the league is, and that is your lineup for the day. Drafts start every couple of minutes, so you can join one right now. And once you're done drafting, that's it. No trades, no waiver wire. Draft even takes care of last-minute injuries for you. Just don't draft Paul Millsap because he's hurt. And the best part, you play for cold, hard cash. Drafts start from just $1, so there's a draft for everyone. No salary caps, no complicated formulas, no complicated trying to figure out how to manage the cap, You know, no worrying that, oh, everyone's going to pick LeBron James because he's LeBron freaking James. No. Only one player in your in your league gets LeBron James. You got to draft your own team. It's just like a real life snake draft, just like you play in your season long league, except it's daily. Come and join me on Draft today. Download the app anytime. Just search Draft in your app store and join a game in minutes. Or you can play right from your computer on Draft.com. Whatever you want. And for a limited time only, all new players get a free entry into a draft when you make your first deposit. But you have to use my promo code LO Magic. Again, that's LO Magic. That's right. Play a real money game for free just for using my promo code LO Magic on your first deposit on draft. It has been a lot of fun playing in the league. I am not very good. So if you get me in your league, that is a guaranteed win or at least guaranteed not finishing in last because I will probably finish in last. And again, Wednesday is a perfect day to do it with every team in the league, but one, but two actually, playing. On the evening should be a busy night in the NBA on a Wednesday night as you get ready for Thanksgiving. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. And, you know, uh, and and obviously, you know, we talked a lot uh, a little in the preview about the Minnesota Timberwolves about how important the Magic's defense is going to be in this game. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of the focus throughout the season has been on the offense, and rightfully so, because the Magic offense was considered to be a, a little bit of a weakness, or a little bit of a a, a sore spot, or a little bit of a uh, a question mark entering the entering the season. No one quite knew what to make of the Magic offense. Would they be able to generate enough shooting? Would they be able to generate enough ball movement? Would they be able to find the scoring that they need? And coming out of the gates the way the Magic did offensively, it was hard not to pay attention. They were just shooting at otherworldly levels. 
But lurking under the surface was always the team's struggles on the defensive end. It was always that the season was always going to come back to whether the Magic could get the stops they need, especially because they're playing a transition style. That means getting turnovers, getting rebounds, getting outlets, getting out on the fast break. Their offense would not work without their defense. And I think I think a lot of people forgot that as the offense kept rolling and kept moving and kept going. It's very easy to forget that, actually. But that is who this team needed to be. This team needed to be not a defensive juggernaut. I don't think anyone expected this team to, to be a dominant defensive team. But they needed to play strong defense. And that's been, as much of anything, the biggest part that's missing for the Magic during this losing streak. During the 6-2 and two start, the Magic had one of the best defenses in the league, statistically. But you could see some, some, fall, some fall, faults and some flaws in that, in that group. Frank Vogel said, you know, we're not really playing like a top five defense, and you have to agree when you dig a little bit deeper into the numbers. While the Magic were doing well on defensive rating, they were among the league leaders in points allowed in the paint. They were struggling to rebound the ball as one of the worst rebounding teams by defensive rebound rate in the league. And that has bared itself out in the last nine games. So the Magic have gone two and six in the last nine games. Orlando's giving up 108.2 points per 100 possessions, 26th in the league among team among every team's last nine games. For the year, the Orlando Magic are posting a 104.4 defensive rating, good for about 16th in the league. And if the Magic stayed about the league average defensively, that would I, I honestly I would consider that a victory, considering some of the defensive shortcomings that we know about this team. But just like the Magic have lost their rhythm offensively, it's clear the Magic have lost some of their rhythm defensively too. This team is not playing at the same intensity level, the same energy level, the same physical level that they were earlier in the season. And for a team trying to get out of a rut, yes, the focus is on moving the ball better and making shots at the same rate that they were earlier in the year, but maybe the focus should be on playing defense at a higher level. I mean, defense is a stream, so it takes all five guys to be able to stop another team. So uh, that's mostly our problem. Defense, we're not too much concerned about offense because we can put it in the basket, but you know, as long as we can gather this string together to play defense together, then we'll be fine. That is Orlando Magic guard Jonathan Simmons talking at Orlando Magic practice on Tuesday before the team took off for the Great White North up in Minneapolis. And... Uh, you know, I, I think I think Simmons is right. I mean, I, I posed the question there about whether there is a defensive rhythm as much as there is an offensive rhythm. And and I think in a lot of ways we've seen, uh, I, I mean, I agree with Vogel that the Magic were not a top five defense when they were a top five defense eight games into the season. Uh, they were, I think they were sixth or seventh at that point. But I agree with him that they weren't playing at that high of a level. It didn't take much just to see that. But at the same time, I definitely think that they were playing at a much higher level. And and if there was a silver lining to the, to the way the Magic played on Monday, Monday their defense took the lead. In Monday's loss in the Indiana Pacers, the, the Magic gave up, had their best defensive game by defensive rating since the win over the New Orleans Pelicans way back when. 
In fact, that was when the Magic were five, got the Magic to five and two. So that was, in all honesty, I thought a step in the right direction. We saw the Magic playing with a lot more energy. There, I think Vogel decided with that matchup to do a lot more switching. We saw the Magic switch a lot more often than they have before, and it created some odd mismatches, especially at the end of the game. The Pacers were able to isolate Miles Turner on DJ Augustin a few times, and so there might need to be a few tweaks to that. But I think refocusing and getting that switching scheme going enabled the Magic to play better defense so that even though they were struggling to shoot the ball, they were able to stay in that game. They were able to take the lead and have control over the game in the first quarter. And so long as they weren't turning the ball over, give themselves a chance. Magic played good offense in the first half. In the second half, the Magic did not play good offense, yet the game remained close against a pretty good offensive team in Indiana. Again, the turnovers in that second half felt much weightier than they did in the first half. And indeed, they, 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 that came to, 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 make the, to hurt the Magic at the end. Now, granted, the defense did break down at the end of the game when it was a three-point game. Orlando could not come up with the stop that they needed. Gave up that three-pointer to Boyan Bogdanovich. But that's one play. A big play in, in the scheme of things, but one play. Overall, the Magic's defense was the catalyst for that team in Monday's loss. And if they can carry that kind of effort over, if they can bring that kind of play over, if they can build upon it, they will have a chance to win games again. Again, like Ricky, Ricky said on, on, on Tuesday's episode of Locked on Magic, it would have been just a normal loss if the game didn't feel like it had so much weight to it because of this road trip coming up and the losing streak the Magic are on. It was a game that had positives and had negatives, and Pacers just won it. But defensively, I do think the Magic made some strides. They took some steps forward in the right direction. One thing that Jonathan Simmons said specifically that the team needs to do is bring more toughness to the game. Be a little, and, and I think generally when you watch the Magic defense, when they're not playing well, they're not playing physically either. And the Magic fouled probably a little too much on Monday's game against Indiana, but they were ready to bring it defensively. And so if the Magic can regain that kind of mental edge and that mental toughness, they can get themselves back. Because to me, the best play of the game was watching Bismack Biombo block a couple shots and start a fast break. In a game that featured such a, a struggle offensively for the Magic, it was a defensive play that ignited some offense. And that's the case for this team. Especially going up against a Minnesota team that struggles to get back. The Magic have to get stops to start their offense. I've often said about this team, I think the pro- the real problem with the Magic is they gain their energy from making shots. They need to gain their energy from defense. And we know this team has defensive flaws. Nikola Vucevic, for all his best efforts, is never going to be a dominant rim protector. Alfred Payton still struggles defensively, and I think some of it is he's still... I think, I mean, he won't use it as an excuse, but he's probably still a little bit hurt. He's probably still playing through the injury. 
But this team can be at least a decent defensive team, enough to give their offense a, a great chance to win games. Because I do think the Magic's offense is better than the way they played the last nine games. Think I think they're closer to what we saw in the first eight games than they are the last nine games. And they know that. But it's got to start on defense. Everything has to start with defense. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. And as the Magic go through this, you know, we, 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 I, I don't want to step back too much until we get to December 2nd. December 2nd is when this, this tough stretch of eight road games and 10 games ends. It's actually eight road games and 12, 12 games, but the last two are uh, Oklahoma City and Golden State of some very difficult opponents for the, Mag- for the Magic. So December 2nd is, I think, when we can really begin to take a step back and take stock of where this team is at and figure out, okay, what are the next moves? Because remember when the schedule came out, um, you can go back and listen to this in the archives at Locked on Magic. Uh, when the schedule came out, I think we all pointed to November as this month is going to be really tough for this team. And I was a big proponent of get off to a fast start, get buy-in, you know, get belief. And I think we got that. Uh, honestly, I don't think the Magic could have done much better getting off to a start. But we knew that once they hit this stretch of the schedule, even with preseason predictions and all, I think we knew that this was going to be very difficult for this team. And so really... Getting through November is just about surviving. Having said that, entering this next phase of this road stretch, of the next road trip, where do we stand on the Orlando Magic? What is the expectations again? Because I'm a big believer of you do shift expectations. And the way you talk about a team changes based on how they're playing at that time. But once expectations raise up, you can't lower that standard again. And that's still where I stand. I said when the Magic were 6-2 and two and playing extraordinarily well, that yeah, I don't see this team competing for an Eastern Conference. It's still too early to do that. But... At 6-2 and two with the way the Magic were playing and the resolve that they'd shown in some of those victories, I, I told you all that you can raise your expectations up a notch. I went from, th- sorry, I went from 36, 35 wins to saying this is a 38-40 win team, maybe a 41 win team, and making the playoffs. I went from just out of the playoffs to in the playoffs. And I think that is the standard we should hold them to. Is that still fair to do? I think it is. I think Coach Frank Vogel has made some good points recently. That, yes, they got off to a really hot start, and I think that blinded a lot of people. But 
this is a team that still had a lot of growth to to make and a lot of room to grow and had a lot of things that they had to work through because they weren't much different from last year. Their hot start was surprising and was great. But this was still a team that had to figure a lot of itself out, even through that hot start. But the belief is not gone, even through this losing streak. The Magic still have to believe that they can accomplish all of their goals. And of course, that goal is to make the playoffs. For the first time this season, the Orlando Magic are on the outside looking in on the playoff picture. They're a game and a half out of the final spot in the Eastern Conference. It's still too early to really focus too much on too much on that. And a game and a half is not very far. Burn off three, four straight wins and you're back in. Burn off three out of five and you might get back in. Have a good winning stretch and you're back in the playoffs. You're not... The Magic are... Not losing contact. But it is fair at this point to be critical of this team. Because they did raise those expectations. They did bring everyone along a little bit. And and make you believe. And and I, I still believe that team is in there. But the Magic were playing like a top five team in the first eight games. They're playing like a bottom five team in these last nine games. And so the question is, who are the real Orlando Magic? As every player likes to say during this marathon of a season, you're not as good as you think you are on your best day. You're not as bad as you think you are on your worst day. And indeed, I do think the Magic are somewhere in the middle. My my favorite response to people who are, are frustrated with the Magic's inconsistency is to simply say, welcome to being a 500 team. 500 teams go through great stretches of play, and bad stretches of play. Look at the Miami Heat last year. Their first half of the season was a disaster. They were one of the worst teams in the league. Second half of the season, they were one of the best. Same team. Look at the Portland Trailblazers. Portland has made a living the last two or three years making the playoffs on the strength of one incredible month and then playing about 500 or a little bit below 500 basketball the rest of the year. To think... To say that the Magic are out of this thing just because they've hit this rough patch is giving into panic a little bit. And I get where this Magic franchise has been the last five years and, and the concern about it. And it should be concerning. The Magic themselves should be a little concerned with it. But the truth of the matter is this team still has the ability to make the playoffs. They still have the ability to rescue themselves offensively. They are still, in my opinion, a better team than they were last year. Even these last few games, I would say that. And I do think that they can get themselves out of this rut. They've shown that resolve to me. They've shown an inner resolve that I have not seen in this team in some time. The question is whether they let go of the rope and give in to some of this frustration or they push forward and find their way to victory.
the Magic can certainly do it. And I don't think now is the time to recalibrate your expectations. Now is the time to hold them to the standard they set themselves. And that's the standard that I think the Magic want to hold themselves to as well. So you break this team down that way. You talk about moral victories, but still lament the loss. There are no moral victories. Because you can't get that game against Utah back. That was embarrassing and disappointing. You can't have those losses anymore. Ever. But that doesn't change the outlook for the season. It's just one game. As long as the problems don't compound, you can pull, you can pull through. And honestly, Monday, I thought the Magic came out with great energy. A little sloppy with their execution, but great energy. And answered that game well. But they didn't get the win. And now on the road, the Magic will have to bind together again and find a way to get wins. Because ultimately, that is what matters. That is the standard that we hold them to. Is do they win the basketball game? And do they win more often than they lose at this point? Because there is a lot of season left. That's a, that's a, that is an opportunity. An opportunity to find yourself again and get back. Or an opportunity just to be what you were anyway. That's, that is the choice and the decision left in front of the Magic right now and what they have to fix and get through on this road trip. I want to thank everyone again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. You can find us again on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled device. Remember to play Draft today. Use the promo code LOMAGIC to get a free game in Draft. It is an absolutely fun game. I love it a lot more than the other daily fantasy sites. Uh, so, Be sure to sign up, and who knows, you might be playing against me in one of the Locked On NBA leagues or in just a random league that that I'm playing that day. They also have fantasy football. If if fantasy football is more your thing than fantasy basketball, you can draft a daily fantasy football squad as well. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. I want to wish everyone a very happy Thanksgiving. The plan for Locked On Magic is, my plan at the moment is to record a quick recap of Wednesday's of Wednesday's game against the Minnesota Timberwolves, just maybe a five, six, six, seven, no longer than ten minute recap. Give everyone the Thanksgiving holiday. At this point, I am probably going to take Friday's episode off as well. The Magic will play the Boston Celtics on Friday at the TD Garden. We'll have a complete recap of that game uh, on the next episode of Locked On Magic on m- Sunday or Monday. Uh, so just be aware that that this will probably be the last full episode of Locked On Magic for the week in honor of the Thanksgiving holiday. We'll have a quick episode tomorrow. I'll finalize my plans then and let you know uh, what's going on with Locked On Magic then. My my bet is that there will not be an episode on Friday uh, in honor of Thanksgiving just because I'll be, you know, all hopped up on tryptophan and too tired to record late at night. Plus, I'll be over with my family, so have a happy. I just want everyone to have a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, the next, if if that is, if the plan is not to have an episode on Friday, then the next episode of Lockdown Magic will come at you Monday. You can of course check out the Orlando Magic Daily Facebook Live, which is Monday's episode of Lockdown Magic, over at the Orlando Magic Daily Facebook. Be sure to like us on Facebook at Orlando Magic at facebook.com/slash Orlando Magic Daily. 
will be on at 12 p.m. noon on Sunday for our discussion of the Orlando Magic. We'll recap all the week, all the things going on over the weekend, the Magic will play the Philadelphia 76ers as well on Saturday, so that'll be a fun point to discuss. We'll have a couple of other things to talk about as well when it comes to the Orlando Magic. On top of that, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Magic, as well as like us on Facebook at Locked On Magic. You can follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. And for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. That's going to do it for me today. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich. I will see you all again tomorrow for a quick episode of Locked On Magic. Have a happy Thanksgiving. I'll see you all next time here on Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.